0: Welcome everybody to Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host Josh Turner, and with me, as always, is the man known as Sal Mondo Salricium. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it, it's, sta- to, it's starting to stick to me. Is
1: it? It's starting to stick. Well, let
0: yeah. me let me tell you. I uh, I nicknamed all my guys back in the day from downtown. Mm-hmm. That's why they're Squid and Scorpion and Diablo. Yeah, all the guys. huh? Yeah, and, and it's so good that's, stuff. That's why they have all those nicknames. Well, it's,
1: it, it's starting to stick, you know. So there is hope. There's hope, you know, (laughs) definitely, man, I tell you, this is, this is one of those times, man, uh, you know, it's been such a long weekend. How was your weekend?
0: Uh, it was eventful. I, I actually went to see uh pet cemetery oh the new one the the new one yeah well yeah i wouldn't go to see the old one is, no, I, is that I, one out too or well the old one they came
1: out sometime in the 80s early 90s somewhere around there yeah the
0: steven yeah i
1: actually saw that after it came out on video cassette mm-hmm. <laughs> and last week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so you, went local, you went to the you went to the local bl- uh block store or it's yeah. no longer in <laughs> yeah. existence
1: but well it was when i was there well yeah maybe apparently it's buildings appearing who knows right you know it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's, apparently
0: no. that's a very creepy and haunted place according to uh the blockbuster stores? Yeah, according to south park
1: oh wow yeah probably very is. creepy and haunted but i tell you what i found the original very disturbing so
0: it was it,
1: it, it, the thing they did with the little kid. Yeah, yeah that that was really disturbing. Yeah,
0: the, the, the child. Whatever. I'm not going to yeah. give it get away. Give away what happened, but let's just say uh, we, we we like to go to this I theater over here mm-hmm. at the Domain. It's really nice. Oh, Okay. And uh, it was it was um, very comfortable. You know. Hey. But it it was one of those movies where you don't really get comfortable because you you kind of think you know the premise because you've seen the original, but then. It they, starts to kind of come at you, and you're like, "Whoa, I didn't expect that."
1: Yeah, they throw in their own twist to it. Yeah,
0: and and one thing I was gonna say is like, if, if any is if anybody hasn't seen it, I don't like. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna go into details, but there is a Wendigo aspect to it. Oh, nice! Which I thought was really interesting.
1: Wendigo is always one of those type of you know feel to to. It's a creepy. Movie. It's a
0: creepy creature. We were yeah. talking about that. Sometimes dead is better.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately, for those who don't think that these Wendigos could ever even possibly exist, or they chalk it away as it's in my mind, it's it's just a movie thing. It's a movie gimmick. You know, guess what? I hope none of them ever see an actual Wendigo because then they're really going to have their world shattered. Yeah. You know, that's just the thoughts on that. But anyways, moving right along. We'd like to say thank you to everyone who subscribed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. We, we've gotten good positive feedback on uh, the work we've put out so far. And, hey, folks, it's a work in progress. We're always working to make it the best show Trying possible for you. Trying to
0: make it better. We're going to get yeah. better and better at this. Um, we're, the sky's the limit at this point as far as, like, the quality. We're just going to try to keep getting better.
1: Oh, we're getting definitely.
0: better equipment. We're getting better everything. Sal. As fast as we can. Just talking uh, uh, and making better points, and I'm not interrupting as much, hopefully. (laughs) You know, well, you know, the whole premise of this show is just
1: two guys sitting here, you know, shooting the breeze, shooting the breeze, and you're giving us these stories that Mm -hmm. you've amassed over years, years Mm -hmm. and years, and of course, your nature of going up, hey, have you had this weird encounter, and people just spilling their guts to you, hey.
0: Who wants? Not to- always. Sometimes I have to do it. I have oh, to threaten you pry. Them. I have to threaten them,
1: and then they- <laughs> so you have to pry, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, well, you know what? The thing is, like, I go to the gym at night, and I'll talk to the overnight guys. Oh. And th- th- sometimes I'll have stories, especially if they're night workers, and working overnight with a lot of different security people. Th- mm-hmm. That'll do it too. You- you'll wow. meet people that have seen some weird stuff. Yeah. Speaking
1: of, of of you know working security, your field of of work outside of this little endeavor, um. I know you. You know in, we've already talked about a future episode that we're going to talk about security guards' weird encounters that they've had that they just can't explain. Oh man! So that haunted, that'll be coming up. Build, in a future, lot of haunted yeah.
0: buildings and sites that we've worked at.
1: Yeah, and so that that right there is a future episode we're going to have to put together. You know, but um, you know, again, thanks for all the people who liked and subscribed. Hey, please continue. And if you've got your stories, hey, send them to the email. Could you give us the email there,
0: Wolf? Doth 88com Wolf eighty eight. Das Wolf. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. Das Wolf, man, 88 at gmail.com. That's Dos Wolf, man, 88 at gmail.com. And, um, I just to address something, uh, I had a couple people say like, what does the email mean? Or it doesn't mean anything. It's just, it's just Das Wolf because a friend of mine that used to live with me, he used to call me Das Wolf and he yeah. was actually from Poland you uh, know, but he I but the, 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 he uh, he was from Germany, but uh, he lived like he had a friend that was from Poland, and they lived like they were roommates and stuff. And the guy, his friend, would call me the Wolf uh-huh. instead of Wolf. Uh-huh. And so my German friend, kind of joking with the Polish guy, started calling me Das Wolf. Yeah, so Das
1: means the in German. Yeah,
0: so there's no there's no story behind that there's no it's nothing. actually kind
1: of a it, it it uh came to be from a from a little joke was it
0: yeah it was kind of a joke <laughs> kind of like my nickname was, <laughs> it was kind of a joke in the beginning but uh so and so your weekend was pretty hectic huh a lot of
1: well you know apart from what we do here you know i've got a lot of stuff i have to do at home uh i had to mess with my uh, my oh, daughter's car oh, okay a honeydew so, list yeah i that, that list never shrinks it always grows
0: brother for me that's yeah well i have yeah believe me (laughs) i think we Um, all have one of those no i i don't do that i don't do nothing for my wife i just tell her what to do and she (laughs) just does it makes me sandwiches all yeah right Right. everybody knows that's a lie she's the nurse she's the one who keeps you in line she does actually she does she keeps me in line speaking of which uh, like i went to p terry's today just for anybody that knows and a baby sparrow got trapped in my back seat what yeah, I was in line at the P. Terry's and you know uh-huh. they have two lines there. Yes. And it's kinda like Chick fil A where they have the two lines, but the the this bird, like this beautiful spring day here, by the way. It's oh, yes. beautiful. Seventy day.
1: degrees, beautiful. And just
0: wonderful. And the spring and fall is beautiful in Texas. So a little baby bird, I guess it was a small sparrow. It it just came in through the back windshield while the guy was taking my order. Uh-huh. And we were like, Whoa, and then it didn't leave. So I had to like go back and get out and open the door and like kind of get him, hey little guy, try to get him out of there. So that was pretty interesting. I had he to like. He was
1: probably just learning to fly.
0: Learning to fly, yeah. He and and so he uh fluttered away, and I gave the description to my wife, and she said, "Oh, that's a baby sparrow. He's probably yeah. just learning to fly." So yeah, she knows all about awesome. animals and stuff. And so anyway, she likes
1: him. She likes him. We know yeah, that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she she wants to have like a zoo. She wants a monkey and all kinds of. I'm like, what? That's great,
1: but oh dang, gosh. can you imagine the work behind all that stuff?
0: No, I'll tell man, you. I don't, I'll tell you what. I, I'm just like, well, you know what? I'm happy we have a little dog, and that, that's dogs, and that's it, you know? Yeah, and but, I got uh, two
1: big dogs. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah I, well, once I get a bigger yard, I can do that. Here's the thing, um, just so everybody knows, we're going to be talking some uh, paranormal. We're just shooting yeah. the breeze here. Well,
1: yeah, because the last time, you know. on that.
0: Anyways, we're gonna get going on this uh this whole we could we could talk, me and you. See here's the thing, folks. I just wanna give you the rundown. Like like Sal gets to the studio, our makeshift studio here. Yes. And we kind of talk for about 20 minutes and then we do the show and then he's like well see you later you know <laughs> not, so it's kind of, not it's necessarily kind of, well, but well that's kind of close but what's funny though close. is like he comes in cold a lot of times we'll kick over the idea about what we're going to talk about but a lot of times he's like you know it just surprised me yeah
1: definitely. because he
0: enjoys hearing the stories that i got prepared that I, that I that i'm ready for the show and he'll sometimes bring me a story and then sometimes he'll <clears throat> um know ahead of time a story because he's heard it before but but you usually you just like to hear
1: I would say 85% of the time I'm coming in cold
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I want You're to hear part these of the stories. Audience. Yeah, I'm I'm right here with you folks. I'm listening to it for the first time and these kind of stories intrigue me because they are firsthand accounts from people who told their story to Wolf.
0: Yeah, so- well not just to me but to people that I know Sometimes um, even the, some of these people even are family or they know family or they know friends of mine. And I've been collecting these stories, folks, for as long as I, anybody that knows me can remember. And, and, you know, when I talked to my mom the other day on the phone and yesterday was, you know. Uh, so anyway, I, I called her and she. I was like, uh, I guess a couple of days ago, it was her birthday. And so yeah. I was like, happy birthday, whatever. And then she, And then she had to get together with my sister because I don't live there, you know. Right, you don't live near her. her. So I I had to, you know. So I I was telling her, and she was like, "You know, I'm really proud of you." She's like, "You finally are going to do something with all those weird questions you ask people over the years." (laughs) Because she was like, "You've been collecting." She's like, "You've been collecting these stories your whole life." And I remember, I got a, I got a ghost story from my third grade school teacher. What? Yeah, years ago. I'll mm-hmm. never forget. She told me a ghost story. And she told me when it, without any of the other kids around because she didn't want to scare the other kids. And she right. just saw that it was like, it was around Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I told her that I believed in ghosts and I wanted to hear a story. I pestered her and she finally did. Wow. And she was probably worried that I was going to go tell my mom and dad and then have nightmares. But I told her, look, I'm not, I was always a more, I guess, mature child.
1: Yeah, and you were always open-minded. You were very
0: open-minded. I guess yeah. precocious would be the word too.
1: Yeah, some of that in there. Sprinkle that in there. Yeah, now. and
0: so I was just like, so. Anyways, we're gonna get started, folks. Uh, I, I got some stuff we're gonna talk about today, and this will probably spill over into another episode. But we're not gonna do the two episodes back to back because this next episode we're gonna do. We're not a hundred percent what if we're gonna choose that the, the category, but the, but stay tuned because the next one I think we're gonna do werewolves. Yeah. And that's not going to be t- dog man. We're talking like shape-shifting werewolves. People's um, accounts of,
1: of shape shifting. Yeah, of
0: that- seeing shape-shifting werewolves. And then eventually we're going to get down to shape-shifting reptilians because I got some stuff about that too. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I have, a very, I have two very close friends of mine who actually have a story about that. But uh, we're going to get into some stuff today about these Ouija boards. Ouija boards.
1: Yeah. I've always been kind of i they gave me the willies but at the same time i was me too. curious me too. what what's the whole what's the whole allure what's the you know what what gets people about these things you
0: you've had any experiences with
1: them with the Ouija boards no i've never no, messed not, with not them at all. <laughs> i just i took everybody's word for it that it's not good to mess with them, so I've yeah. Stuck I didn't to need that. to touch
0: the fire to see that it burned things. I saw <laughs> yeah. what it did to to a steak, and I'm good. As a child, yeah. I was like one of those kids where you had to touch the stove and all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to play with fire, and you know, I knew it was it was dangerous. Got in trouble for fire when I was a kid. Oh, I God. heard that you were a little. I heard that you <laughs> were a little firebug, and we actually have Tony the firebug over here too. That yes,
1: our, our production manager. Say slash hello, Tony Firebug. <laughs> so let's get into the stories, man. You know. Let's get into the stories. Absolutely, I'm sure folks want to hear them.
0: Here, here we go. Tony just reminded me that we're talking way too much. Here we go. The first thing I wanted to say about my introduction to a Ouija board was when I was a little, when I was a little kid. I don't want to say a little kid. I was probably twelve. Okay. And I was at a sleepover because my friends, he, his little sister was having a birthday party, and now she was only a couple years younger than us. And they had like four or five kids over, oh, wow. and I was I was invited over as a cons- what is it called consolation prize oh, that for not your... having a birthday. So they're like, pick <laughs> okay. a friend. He could come over. So my friend John picked me, and I came over and I spent the night. Well, we basically just harassed his little sister and her friends all night, and oh. then and then eventually we went off and did our own thing, whatever. It wasn't playing with fire. I guess That's like that. good. But we we went off and we were like whatever, and but we we uh. They 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 had one of those Parker brothers. If I remember correctly, it was like a, I think that's what it was. Um, one of those Ouija boards, and they were messing with it, and then they all started screaming and running down the hallway and freaking out. And me and my friend were like, "What the heck is going on?" And one of them claimed that she, her hair was pulled. Oh, and then another one claimed that her hair went up, and they all saw it. So that was weird. But, you know, I was invited to play with the Ouija board with these other little girls that were there. And me and my friend were like, nah, we're good. And we ended up like playing some video game or something, doing something else. And uh, I just remember like that happening. And me and him were like in the living room or something, playing a game. And... I just remember everybody screaming, and his mom and dad are like, "What the heck is going on? What the heck's going on? Why are you screaming?" I didn't know what the heck was going on. I just heard people screaming, and so that that, but you know, I, it was weird because I was cognizant enough, even at that age, at the age of eleven or eleven or twelve, to know that that's not something I wanted to mess with.
1: Yeah, it's. it's I just
0: like been- they they were summoning a spirit or something, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to mess with that. And then uh, fast forward now. I have a Ouija board story, and I will I will tell you that one. I went to a college party uh, out in Brenham. That's Brenham, uh-huh. Texas. Now, outside of Brenham, that it was a, a college party for for Blinn Junior College. Yes. and so I went there, and it was in the outskirts of the town. Out because Texas is just. <laughs> so massive there's so there's so much vast space although i i kind of think that due to the mandela effect it, that they, they shrunk it i don't know what's going on knows, with that but it's hard to tell that's my opinion we'll talk about that one day i know that sounds weird <laughs> but anyways so we're outside of the of the town of brenham and i was with a buddy of mine who um actually ended up going to, going to a bigger college and playing football and whatever but uh we went to a party and there, it was an old house out in the middle of nowhere. And it was like an old farmhouse. And they it was like a makeshift farmhouse. And there was a fraternity that was sponsoring it or throwing it. Yes. It was a joint effort between a fraternity and a sorority. And so there was a huge kegger there. And we all showed up. And there was just everybody. There were people hanging out in this old barn. There were people hanging out in the old house. Uh, apparently, it was one of the kids... Uh, a family property, and it was a it was no longer in function as a as a house, and so they rigged up some electricity you know and whatever, and they got it to go and so what was going on was for about an hour i'd say hour and a half everything was fine, it was just we were drinking and having a good time. I wasn't drunk. Because I'm a big guy, I've always have been, and been able to handle my liquor pretty well. So I could probably, at that time in my life, I could probably down a keg, (laughs) and it wouldn't have mean nothing to me. So we go to this college party, and there was a lot of people there. And so what ended up happening was they were playing with a Ouija board. Oh boy! And they were in the in the dining room, if I remember correctly, and. There were people all over this old spooky house because it was spooky. I went upstairs because the bathroom downstairs didn't work, so we had to go upstairs to use the bathroom, which we turned out that that didn't work either. Oh, okay. That's not. A <laughs> but good I ended up going upstairs and kind of wandering around with this uh, friend of mine, and she was like, "Like this place is creepy," and we were like opening the doors, and it was like just just really creepy house. And when when I was upstairs, I heard like a thud or something from one of the rooms, and so I pushed the door open, and there was nothing there. So I thought that was kind of odd. I remember that. So we come downstairs and my buddy, he comes to me and he says, dude, let's go, man. He goes, I don't like what's going on here. He goes, the candles just blew out and then they relit them. And I remember going into the dining room and there was this heavy set, very not, Good-looking woman. I'm not. She was really bossy too. Kind of like telling everybody, "You need to do this." You need Had to do an that.
1: attitude, huh?
0: Yeah, and they were and they were asking the questions on the board, and and the, the little planchette thing was moving around, and she was telling everybody that they needed to ask this, they needed this. She was like kind of conducting this, you know. And she was wearing all black, so she looked kind of like one of these
1: gothic, Goth- she was gothic, very yeah.
0: reject-looking chick though. She wasn't very attractive, but she was annoying because she was so bossy. And then she started saying that I I personally, me, uh, standing by the table, that I was interfering with the spirit. The spirit didn't want to talk because I was in the room. And so I'm like, so what the spirit's like, you know, what's his problem, you know? And she's like, well, we don't know the gender, you know. She says, you need to leave the room. And then my other friend walked up. So then she said that we were both interfering with whatever was going on there. So we had to leave the room. And I'm like, fine with me. I don't want to be involved in your stupid game anyway, you know? So we walk out. The minute I walked out of that room, though, the back door flew open. Oh. Now, I didn't see it fly open. For all I know, one of the kids that was there might have shoved it open. Yes. Um, but everybody screamed at when the door flew open, and one girl jumped up from the table. And apparently this uh, really unattractive and angry, mean girl had cut her hand and had bled onto the board and the planchette. And everybody and from all accounts, and I talked to several people after this incident that claim that that's what sparked it. Like once that happened and, and of course my negative energy or whatever the heck our, our energy was, you know, in the way or whatever. So our, our toxic masculine energy, whatever, (laughs) when it, when we got shoved out of there, like by them, then all of a sudden everything worked apparently and the blood worked and all this. And so, that's what I'm gathering, like from when I asked several people, because it was interesting to me. I'm into the paranormal, but when I'm drunk and at a party, I really don't really care about it i'd really just wanted to young guy i want i wanted to drink and have a good time and not deal with demons you know yeah so and i mean that's not too much to ask i just i don't want to be involved in a demon possession of any kind i mean not
1: not at a good old not
0: on a saturday
1: yeah at a good good old old. fashioned texas pasture party
0: pasture absolutely pasture party you know and you go out there and you have a good time and everybody's having a good time and they're over here summoning you know like (laughs) demons and stuff and it's they, funny there's like a meme on facebook it's like you only need to be 12 years old to play with that board but you need to be like what 18 to buy cigarettes so, yeah. so you can summon demons at the age of 12 but yeah. you can't drink or smoke yeah. <laughs> or vote yeah that's, uh... <laughs> but if you wanted summon you know something evil then yeah by all means folks here's what i'm going to tell you about this uh situation the candles blew out too now i did actually personally witness that i saw the candles blow out and we heard a popping breaking noise from upstairs, and apparently a window pane that was a big large window pane at the top had actually blown out too. Oh wow, that's which, according to this uh expert that she claimed to be later on, everybody had gone over to like this all night eatery, and
1: she Is was just the angry girl dressed yeah, in black? she
0: she came in and was was like had her hand wrapped and was like had all these people around her, like she was some amazing person. And she was like, she's like, the spirit left through the the top window. That's why it broke. And she's like, it would have been controlled, but there were those there that were mocking it. And she looked over at us like we were, and I'm like, I didn't say anything. I just <laughs> walked out. I don't know what you're looking at me for. Mm-hmm. I didn't make this thing mad. But anyways, it was very a very crazy experience. And so we, we left the party right after that happened because we were like, you know what, we don't want to be here with these other, with these ghouls, whatever is going on. And uh, and then everybody ended up like in in another location. But yeah, the party was kind of ruined, and and so never saw those people again that were involved in it. But but I, I did ask uh, some people like the, the, you know that night or whatever later yes. that night. And then but I never did like go and like you know follow up with the uh, the gothic person that was what's what I look, what it looked like to me. She was I don't know because she was supposedly a certified witch, which I don't know how you get certified, but. Beats. That's what she told my friend's girlfriend, that she was, uh, you know, a certified witch, which yeah. I don't know where the certification for that comes from or even what that means. But uh, apparently you can like get a certification in that. I guess it's like you order sea monkeys. I guess so. And then they give you like this. <laughs>
1: it's, it's hard to imagine what she was what she had to go through to get this certification. <laughs> you got to ask yourself uh, what institute or association Ho- or Hogwarts? Was. I don't Hog know. Hog being the appropriate. Yeah. But uh, the long and short of it is, uh, uh, you know, it just sounds really creepy. I personally, I, I think the f- in the first instance, I would have just said, uh, you got that board? Yeah, I'll see you later. Y'all have fun with that because I don't want to be anywhere near Yeah,
0: it. I usually don't like making fun of people, but this person really angered me because – for all I know, it might have been my kinetic anger that kind of because I, yeah. I, I was just thinking. I hope something really bad and scary happens to these people, and 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 you know, and it did. It really did, <laughs> and they, it scared the heck out of everybody, and they got the heck out of dodge, and so did we. Yeah, like we left too. We were like, hey, we're not sticking around. But so that that was my experience with a Ouija board. But that was by no means the only story I have for you about Ouija boards, folks. I'm going to just clarify with you what I believe, and Sal, you tell me your thoughts on this. Yeah, definitely. If you go out fishing in, 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 in the, in, in the ocean and you throw out your net or you cast your line, mm-hmm. you really don't know what you're going to get. No, I mean, you, you you can try and aim for a certain type of fish, but when, when you play with a Ouija board, to me, that's, that's the same thing. It's akin to like, you're going out there fishing and you're like, I'm going to catch this. Well, you don't know that. Yeah. And what could end up happening is the consequences could be very grave. Because the stories I'm going to tell you tonight, there's some people that that paid the price for playing with this device. And I'll tell you right now, you couldn't make me play with a Ouija board at gunpoint. I'm Mm -hmm. not kidding. I am not messing around. At that early stage in my life, being a a young adult, young man, man, not even quite an adult, really, I guess you wouldn't say, just just depending on your definition of an adult – I did not, I was kind of ignorant of Ouija boards. I had a little bit of information about them, but I wasn't completely, but then that sparked my interest. Just like after being 15, I I wanted to know about Dogman. After that age, I wanted to know about Ouija boards. And so I did some research and I did actually over the years, I've collected a a lot of stories about them. And and I'm going to tell you this. I have gotten a, um, a couple of them not too long ago. I got a Ouija board story I, when I was at the dog. Every time I go to Dogman Encounters, um, I end up getting inundated with uh, stories. And I hope that I get more stories. Ouija board stories are, are pretty crazy. Now, there is one thing that my uh, one of my associates that, that works with me on the show here did some little bit of research. And I'm not even going to say the name because it's so creepy. There's a name that comes up a lot with these Ouija boards. Mm. and i don't even want to get into it but it's it's a demonic name that it gives oh yeah all you got to do is go look it up folks and and, and i'm gonna let you do that yourself i don't even want to, <laughs> i don't want that even being a part of of what it is you don't even talking. want his
1: name in your i don't want to say his huh? name i
0: don't even because i don't know anything about it and i don't want to say it you know and don't even like don't even want to go there with that so anyways but th- there is one story that i have where um, I was working with a girl at Taco Bell, nice. And it was it was it was the first story I got ever about a Ouija board outside and, of your experiences, of course. Outside of my experiences, and it was actually like right around the time of being a teenager when I went to that, uh, that party that, party that party yeah. And it was like it was right around the same time and I had to, I had to get a part time job, and so I worked at Taco Bell for about two months, hey. and um, yeah. And so what ended up happening was. This girl that I worked with, and actually I think it wasn't even when I was working with her. I think it was like after I worked there a while after. Like I, Mm -hmm. I I taught. I went up there, and my friend still worked there for a long time. He ended up becoming a manager. Oh, hey, yeah. So uh, I ended up. I would go up there to get free food. Is what (laughs) it was. What it was. Throw away a lot more. But he had a friend that worked there, and she told me a very creepy story. We were sitting there talking about ghosts and things like that, and 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 so. She said that her her and her two cousins and her and her little sister were playing with a Ouija board, and she said that they were staying at the grandmother's house for two weeks uh, in the summer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the, that the grandmother like they played with the Ouija board. They asked it questions. Um, I guess it would, the word would be innocuous questions, like not yeah. like who are you what's your name you, right, know, what's your, you know just little things and, and that the spirit of course is always starts off it was very friendly yes and so it's kind of like it, it sucks you into being um, your friend and it's like um, let's be friends I, 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 you know <laughs> and, and, and it'll even do yeah. things for you like it, I've heard stories of them being like uh, I can help you find something you're missing or whatever it'll make things happen and appear whatever. So th- these spirits uh kind of uh, masquerade, you know, yes, like they're yeah. deceased loved ones. I've heard that a lot too. And so this was what would happen with this particular situation. She she told me that her grandmother talked to her in private because she was the oldest of the, of the uh-huh. of the girls that was there that weekend and that she said that she she's she'd been having visits from her uh deceased husband. Oh, that's She was a widow. Yeah. She was she was a widow, and what what happened was, she said that that he had come back to see her, and she said, "But he's got the most striking green eyes on the other side. You know, he's so beautiful. Like it's like when he was young. Yes, and his eyes are you know. And this is like about a week after they had played with it, and I'll tell you what happened. They played with it a couple times, and then the third time, something weird happened, and so they stopped playing with it." What it was was one of them felt like something was grabbing their legs when they were sleeping, and she brought it to the attention, and then gradually all of them said, yes, this has happened to us too.
1: Oh, they all confirmed that they were getting their legs pulled Yeah, because she touched, said her cousin brought
0: it up, and then she went and started talking to all the other girls, and of course this was something that was happening to all of them. It, oh, it, it had happened like they were feeling like something was touching them. Um one of them was in the bathroom, and they thought that they saw the shadow of a man in the bathroom, but it wasn't it wasn't like it was just really like a, a it wasn't like a nightmare like Correct. things were just horrible, you know um knives weren't flying off the wall and impaling people and anything like that it was just it was just little stuff that was starting to creep them out and then the grandmother confides in her that she had seen her you know whatever and the the thing was though is like which I thought was kind of odd that this spirit actually tried to get her to not go to church. Oh, that, that was weird because she said that she was getting, it appeared to her the night before and it kept her up like talking to her and it knew oh, wow. uh, like almost everything about her as like, it knew about her life. So that's Events, why she yeah. believed that it was this man. Mm-hmm. But, I found out, like, years later that one of the things that these things do is they, they, they will appear to you. They will mimic someone.
1: Yeah, they, they, they tend to do that. A lot of people that have had their an episode or an e- event tied to an Ouija board, you know, they, they've said, many of them said, first they start out mimicking or pretending to be a loved one, someone that was known, so on and so forth. And then they keep going, um, you know, the whole Things start out benign and then they get out of hand. It so,
0: escalates. Yeah, so it always starts off okay. It's mm-hmm. like it's like one of those abusive relationships, you know. <laughs> yeah. And folks, I, believe me, I've been in several abusive relationships where I've been abused well, the big, by, it, by women.
1: Yeah, well, in a sense, it is I an abusive. Be- relationship. I was a
0: beaten man, beaten down
1: <laughs> by these women. Well, it, in a sense, it is abusive. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it, because it gets worse and worse once they. For lack of a better words, feel more comfortable and feel like they're established in there with control. You. Yeah, there you go. I think
0: it's all about getting control. I think so too. Well, the, the one thing that she, you know, and now this was her opinion. She believed that this thing had kept her grandmother up all night talking, and so what ended up happening was basically she couldn't go to church the next day. She was so tired, right? Yeah, and then this spirit started to talk to her and tell her, well. You know, you know the Bible inside and out. You don't need to read it. Things like that, like saying a lot of weird things, like like anti
1: anti religion,
0: very much so. Anti- yeah, everything. according to what she was telling me, and I don't remember all the, the the details in the story, but I did I did ask her even at that young age. I remember asking her to write some of it down so I could like uh, go over it. You know, right? And of course, I had it written down at one time, but. There's a um Is it buried in a stack of your notebooks back probably, there? Probably. You know, but but some of it though then again, some of it was actually destroyed. But oh, I do yeah, have some you told Yeah, me about it was that. horrible. It's like the the burning of the Library of Alexandria for me. Very, very devastating. Yeah. All the dossiers that I had creepily collected on all my neighbors and everybody I knew in my life. You know, all the misdeeds that I could use <laughs> to blackmail yeah. people, gone. Just gone. Yeah. And now I can't do it. And that, that's frustrating. But seriously folks, what ended up happening was this, this entity got more um, aggressive, more violent, if you will. When she went to church one morning, because this, this continued going on, and she was talking to her grandmother on the phone. Her grandmother sounded very distraught. This is after she had left from the vacation. She said that the thing had grabbed her and shook her and was, was very Whoa. angry that she was actually going to church again and was like, why do you need religion? You have me. Whoa, that's, that's and she strange. said that's not like him to be that way, and um, that was pretty that was pretty disturbing. And she said that 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 I'll just call I'll just make up a name for him. Kenneth is it's very close to the name of of the of the guy, but she said that Kenneth would never do that. Yeah. He would never ask me to not go to church, to not read the Bible, and then get angry about it, and that his personality began to diverge from the real Kenneth and I say the real Kenneth because she it's obviously not. Yes. And one thing I learned later though that when these things mimic people, yes, there's always something like some sort of flaw that they have that the, that they don't complete the full transformation.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: And I asked her, I said now obviously these green eyes and, th- and this this young lady that I was friends with, she was African American. It's a very, very nice, you know, girl that I was friends with for years. And I said, obviously, he didn't have green eyes, you know, and she's like, No, no. His eyes were, were like, you know, Just dark brown, brown yeah. black, whatever. And I was like, so and your grandmother, did she did she put two and two together? And she says, Well, eventually what ended up happening was this thing choked her. What? It culminated with it getting, it choked her. And she said that at first when it would touch her, that it was warm. But then eventually, like it, the, the touch was cold, and that it was just very aggressive and argumentative, that and that girl. it began to do things to her, like it pushed her down in the bathroom, and she knew in her heart the the girl mm-hmm. that I was friends with. She felt like she was responsible, like For- she had opened up a doorway, yeah. And so she admitted to her grandmother that, and she was ashamed and embarrassed, and she didn't want to admit it. And she was the oldest, and it was actually her idea to play with this board. Wow. And so she told her grandmother, she said, look, I I think maybe I I was a cause of this. She said that she had gone to the library and and checked out some books and was reading about stuff, you know, and kind of came to the conclusion that this thing was uh, a demon that was demonic of some kind. And so that was, that was like a very kind of a sad story. And then her grandmother actually got sick because of that well and then she ended up having to go to a home and then oh, eventually yeah. she passed away but I, I don't know that it would be because of that but I think that it was I think that it contributed to it according to the way she said and it and it was a story that kind of made her sad but oh, but yeah you know she told me because somebody that was that worked with us was was kind of bragging about having contact with a an entity? spirit yeah, yeah an entity of some kind that that Now And I'll tell that story really quickly. Um, His name was Lloyd. Mm -hmm. And, like, I got permission to tell his story. You know, like, I told him, I said, you know, I jokingly was like, hey, if I ever write a book. And he was like, yeah, say my name. I don't care. So, anyways, Lloyd had told me that that they were playing with this Ouija board. And he had lost uh, something that belonged to his mother. Oh. And his mother was deceased. And the spirit came through and said... I'll, I'm your mother and I'll prove it to you. So he was really happy that he was talking to his mother. Right. And he found a, like some papers or whatever that his mother needed or, or that he needed. That for, were about, important. About his, yes. And so he was really believing it. Now, I don't know whatever went happened with that situation because I never followed up on it. I never did. I never, I, I didn't see him again after all those years. I haven't seen him, but. I do remember telling him, you know, like, Hey, you know, I might write a book one day. And if I do, you know, could I use your name? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. And she, she, that's when the other girl who I don't have permission to say her name spoke up and said, let me done tell y'all about this. Uh, (laughs) And she's like, I'm going to tell you right now. And she laid it down her story. And she's like, you keep playing with that. And thinking that that's something that, you know, that that thing is your mama. She's like, that ain't your mama.
1: Ooh. Yeah, it definitely is not. Yeah. I mean, you think about these things, uh, impersonating loved ones, et cetera, et cetera. Well, to a certain point, they're going to know. I mean, they're all around us just because we can't see them. They're outside of our scope of sight, if you will, mm-hmm. outside of our senses. Doesn't mean they don't exist. In my opinion, like you asked earlier about the the Ouija board is this. From day one that I learned about them and started hearing people, different people mention them and all this. that You know, when you're kids, that happens. I said to myself, you know what? This is really interesting, but at the same time, you know, there's something in the back of my head said, don't mess with it. So Instinctual. Yeah. I So I said, you know, I'll learn about them and what is associated with them, but to play with them, no, nah, no thanks. Don't offer that to me. I'll tell you politely, no thanks. That's not my bag.
0: That's that's kind of like when I was a kid, there were the, you know, I, I would be lonely at times because, you know, didn't have a, um, a lot of, like, everybody was a little older than me. So yeah, you're the baby. baby of the family, yeah. And so I would be like, "Can we play a game?" No, get lost. Can I do this? Can I go with you? No, get lost. Mm -hmm. I was the pest, so they were just like, "Go away." You know. So I just play with myself all the time. I don't don't sound right. (laughs) Not like that. I played by myself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, it's not okay. You know what? You people have dirty minds. Okay, just get out of the gutter. Get it out of the gutter right now. All right, Armando, you're leading the charge. Hey, hey, I didn't say anything. Okay. Here's the thing. I played alone a lot. Yes. Let's just word it that way. Okay. Yes. And so, what ended up happening was there were these two kids that moved in down the street when I was little. And I thought, hey, I got a couple people to possibly play with because, you know, there weren't a lot of kids in that where I was living at that time. There, there were a few, but I didn't know anybody. and right. But they were just like two houses down. Mm-hmm. So, I played one game of kickball, me and this one other kid that lived further down that, that I hardly ever could ever play. But,. We played with them, and I told him, and he told me I was like, "They're weird. I'm not playing with them. There's just something really, really unsettling." They looked almost exactly alike. Oh wow! One of them had reddish brown hair; and they only had blonde hair, but their faces looked identical, and they were two years apart. Well, and they families- were just so weird. And it was like they did not understand how to play kickball. We had to teach them. Right. And so I'm like, "These kids are aliens." You know. <laughs> Even as a little kid, I was just like, "What's wrong with these these children of the oh, damned wow. over here?" I'm not going to play with them. So yeah, that kind of reminds me of the Ouija board. Like I just knew instinctually something was wrong with them because they were really weird. And then like years later, I find out that one of them actually stabbed some some girl that he was dating when he was like in oh. high school and got put away. That and team. so I was like, "That's weird." But I wouldn't even live in that town anymore. But they were like, "Hey, this this is what happened," you know. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" At least that's what I was told. And I was just like, "That's messed up. That's unnerving." So maybe it's an instinctual thing. You just instinctually knew. Not to play with it, so you didn't do it, yeah, and that's, that's that's what happened to me at that little slumber party at, when I was a kid. I was like, "Nah, I'm not messing with that." And then you know, with uh, mm-hmm. the whatever her name was, the the, the goth chick, or whatever, she, yeah. you know, with Stevie Nicks, she was like, you know, I was like, "I'm not going to play with this thing. I'm I'm good." Yeah. And so I just, you know, I instinctually just knew, don't do it. It's not something you should play with. You shouldn't mess with it, and it's going to get you uh, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, you, and, you're going
1: to open up a. a, a proverbial pandora's box and you're not gonna be able to stuff anything back in once you open it that's right and that's i guess for me that's probably what always drove my 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 position to don't mess with it because why open up something i don't know about what could i potentially let into this realm of existence you know from some other ones yeah through whatever this portal that we can't see and you know what you think it is could be a port yeah uh, or a tear you you kind of rip open a little tear between their dimension and ours whatever the case may be so you know call it what you like but that's that's inviting something that you it's obvious from all these people having their events with you know events related to Ouija boards you don't know what's in there and you definitely can't control it
0: you have no control
1: no none so and,
0: and so yeah that's, so you think it, it could be portal vortex whatever I do too and let, and let me let me get to uh the story
1: yeah yeah the
0: folks I there's a lot to be said about... I have two, but I don't even know if we're going to be able to get to them all. I'm, I'm One, I got a story from a lady out of Arizona. Okay. And these are very interesting. These involve more than just like ghosts that you can't see or demons or whatever. Right. These involved like almost like a Bigfoot. One of them was almost like a Bigfoot type entity. Oh, wow. And the other one was almost like a werewolf looking type entity. Now, I'm I was intrigued by these stories because I'm into those subjects. I'll start with the with the wolf headed type creature. Um, th- this one was interesting. This happened in uh, Arizona, and I got this story, and she said that that her daughter and two of her friends from yeah. high school, a lot of times as teenagers, doing yeah. what teenagers do, monkeying around. That's true. And they were playing with this Ouija board, and they they something weird happened the lights went off and on yeah. and it's, uh-huh. it freaked them out and so they they just got rid of it they stopped playing with it and that was the end of it Um now I was kind of going to talk about this one you know in reference to the Serbian werewolf story that I was going to give yeah when that'll be on a later show but in reference to that I'll just go ahead and, and tell you this story now and it's it's it was they played with the Ouija board but then that wasn't the end of it they put it away couple days go by nothing happened and then something happened oh the mom had gone downstairs she 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 heard um what she said sounded like wet feet on the on the on the tile on the linoleum floor and she turned and as she was standing by the fridge she sees this thing standing in the doorway between the kitchen and the dining room i guess like there's uh and I don't want to say doorway. I forgot how she
1: Maybe said it. Maybe a hallway or something? no? It wasn't
0: a hallway. She said she she told me how how it was, but it was it was like the the, the, the there was like an um, an awning, I guess. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Like they it, there was a, a separation between the rooms, but it was wide open. It wasn't like yes. a doorway. But this thing was standing there, and she said that it looked like a wolf on two legs. It was black, and that there was like kind of like black. I'm trying to remember the way that she worded it. Ink. She said Like black ink was like coming off of it. Oh, like dripping off of it? Like not dripping. She said it was flowing off of it and going in different directions. And she said it looked just so weird. Like it had just walked out of another dimension, glowing red eyes, just red, red eyes. And that this thing looked like it was from another dimension and it was black, uh, completely black. She said that she did see its mouth and it had like these yellowy looking teeth and that it had these weird human like arms Backward dog legs, that's her words, you know. Mm-hmm. And just was very odd, very, very. And she said that it stood, at, stood there and then it just kind of moved sideways and then it kind of disappeared wow. into the darkness. So she was scared. <laughs> she turned on the light. She went around the side and she thought, oh my gosh, my daughter, you know, is upstairs. Yeah. What if this thing is going in that direction? She looked, she said where the darkness, where it came from, she didn't see it. But the story gets gets worse. It gets cr- creepier. The, the The daughter wakes up the next day, screaming that this that she saw this thing. Same description. She
1: gave the mom same description.
0: Yeah, and, oh. and and she said that it was like inky, like it had a like. And now she said that sometimes it would leave like a residue. Oh, like when it was on the wall, they could see it on the wall, like it was on the wall. Yeah, and I don't really know how to describe what that means, but she said that it would like come out of the wall and that it would be on the wall. And
1: stuck to it like a shadow maybe or, or I what? really
0: don't you know I couldn't really the way it was worded you know and so she told me this uh, like in in correspondence and yes, then when of course. we did finally yes. correspond I didn't actually was I didn't go back to that part of it which I should have but she she said that it was on the wall and that it would leave this like a kind of like weird sludge that would that was like like a film Kind of a film, but she, the way she described it was like a thin layer of, of sludge. So maybe like a, film. a yeah, yeah.
1: Reg, residue, some residual something, whatever the case may be. But yes, yeah. wow, that's that's freaky. Kind
0: of reminds you of Ghostbusters or something. <laughs> yeah, she said that this thing was 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 black, and that w- at one point it was it was in the closet, like oh. where her daughter like slept. There was like this walk-in closet, and that she was she was facing the closet, and as she's staring in the closet. The daughter said that there was like moonlight coming through. Yes. And so what was really messed up was like she sees movement in the closet, right. just like a little bit of movement, and then all of a sudden she sees two red dots. Wow. This is the part that really creeped me out. They just and I was appeared? like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah, it just appeared in the darkness and then that's when she knew whatever it was, it was moving in the closet, and she said that she saw it blink, like the eyes, like it would blink oh, and wow. like something was blinking, but all she could see were the red dots. And then she said that this thing kind of lunged out of the closet and began to crawl on all fours with its arms and legs straight out. Oh, and man. it just crawled right up to the bed and then began to pull on the bedspread that she was wrapped in and was kind of pulling her off the bed. So she was this is making me freaked out to talk about. It. She began to scream while this thing was like like pulling her off the bed. And then the mother comes in. The mother actually sees this thing, and the thing goes crawling towards her. Oh, man. And she said that this kind of made her feel bad about about it because she felt like she was being a bad mom. But she slammed the door <laughs> and was like, oh, my gosh, it's my daughter. I got to open that. I can't leave her in there. Yeah. So she opens the door back up, and this thing had crawled under the bed. And the, the, the daughter was like, mom, mom. And so eventually she jumped off the bed and ran out into the hallway. And then they see this thing kind of rise up on the other side of the bed. Wow, so it's a pretty scary story, uh, one that kind of makes me freaked out to tell. Gives me the um, jeebies, um, that's for sure. My microphone here a little bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> a very creepy story, folks. And so, I, I just I don't know what to make of that. I don't know, like you know. And then, of course, she said that that other things happened. Like she opened the cabinet one day, and dishes just spilled out, started breaking, and there were several things that happened. Um, but that was a pretty scary story. And like I said, we're going to do more on the Ouija boards. Yeah. We're going to touch, we're going to touch on the Ouija boards again. This isn't yes. going to be the only show that, yeah. that we're going to do. Like I said, we're going to do another two-parter to this to. one. Yeah. Um, but before we go, I got one more story. And, and like I said, there, there's a, there's several others that, and my cousin actually had a Ouija board story that I was going to get into too. Oh
1: wow. And,
0: um, so yeah, we're going to get into some more stuff about that. One yes. of the things that happened, um, this, this entity, almost like a Bigfoot type entity, um, it was like, I don't know if you want to describe it as a Bigfoot, it was kind of like-
1: It was humanoid shape, for sure.
0: Yeah, it was hairy, and then it was ape-like. Oh, it- more ape like, like ape like, you know. And I've heard different Bigfoot being described as like prehistoric caveman, hey ape like, yeah, like like like, like a large the, human. I've heard all like, kinds of different uh,
1: descriptions. That brings to mind that old movie from the early '80s called Quest, Quest for, for Fire. Fire. Ah, those different humanoids, the different
0: it. the different types of yes.
1: humanoids. Yeah, you know, they had their they had their uh enemies. You know, the little tribe that it was. Uh, you know, focused on the story focused on, and they had their tribes that were always coming around, uh, basically looking to steal the women or looking to, you know,
0: cannibalize, take,
1: ca- cannibalize or take whatever they had. But yeah, they, they put a lot of different humanoids in there, which I thought was really cool. You know, it was very innovative in my opinion, but anyways, on with your story. Time.
0: Yeah. Well, this, ha- this happened, uh, you know, and so anyways, I'm going to get into this story and I believe this was in Minnesota. And so, what happened was they were playing with Ouija boards. Now, unfortunately, these were adults that did it. They were yeah. they should know better. But they were having like a little get together, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's uh, play with Ouija board." So several adults got together. They asked questions. This thing began to answer. Yeah. And then uh, it progressed from there. They began to go consult the board more and more. Oh, the the oh. couple that, that that initiated this, oh, they began boy. to consult the board more often, and then. What ended up happening was on, in the woods outside of their house, they began to see a strange looking creature, hairy, ape like, with red eyes. And they don't believe that it was a coincidence that it began to show up and began to come onto their property after the Ouija board That's uh, incident. Crazy. The Ouija board. Did cause some some problems like um, but not not just with this creature, yes. Um, but there were like knockings on the walls, furniture moved. Was this um, inside the house? Inside the house. Ha- the
1: knocks were in the house. Well, the
0: furniture, obviously. No, no, no.
1: I'm saying the knocks were on the inside. The, of the knocks house, right?
0: were the inside and oh, outside. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, but they think, and then this creature, and then eventually it, it culminated with this hairy ape-like creature just standing in their living room.
1: Oh wow! Just appeared. They
0: heard noise, a picture like break and fall. They come downstairs and there's this Bigfoot-looking creature standing in the living room, but there wasn't any entry. Like there was no way there that there's no way it could have it, come in. Very strange. Wow. I don't know how to describe that. And then this thing grabbed the the the, the wife in the middle of the night and pulled <laughs> her off the bed, and that, the man yeah. was struck. Like it it actually struck him. Oh man. And so, you know, I don't know. And that's not the first time I've heard of something like that. I remember reading something a long time ago similar, but I don't remember the whole details. Right. But this story I just thought was very – that's all I really got from that story was yeah. just those few – because I, I never did – the correspondence was just by writing. Right. And and so I never really did get to speak to them eventually.
1: Well, I have a couple of questions on that. I mean, it's just my mind's already going at 100 miles an hour over this You know, you hear people talk about the the Bigfoot phenomena or Sasquatch, whichever you prefer. You know, they talk about seeing them with red eyes and their colors change, the color of their eyes change. And many, many in the Bigfoot world, Bigfoot community, if you will, they believe that that's due to uh, its emotional state. If it doesn't feel threatened, for example, they get the amber colored eyes or a whitish, amberish, however you want to coin that. Or, or label that, but then when they get angry, it goes red. And and then there's people who in the community that say that they have seen the Sasquatch and they project an orb of light or they're able mm. to do these things. So for me, when I hear the, when I'm hearing, I'm hearing this story, Ouija board, and then I think about those stories that people have about the Sasquatch with the orbs of light and so on and so forth, I'm asking myself, is there a connection? is there some type of supernatural connection between...
0: Well, I know exactly you know, what they're... But
1: it's, it's scary. I mean, it wouldn't have started happening. They never had anything before they messed with the board, correct? That's right. So, yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder.
0: It's the Kukui. It's all Kukui. Well, Everything. no,
1: that the creature, if it was if it was brought on by the Ouija board, yes, it is Kukui. It is Kukui. It's, it all, is. it's
0: all Kukui, everyone. You Definitely. Know that it's kukui. <laughs> and so, that, that that you know, that's the last story I got for tonight, but I wanted to touch base on... What you're talking about, like you believe, like like how we're talking about how it all started with the Ouija board. How yes. does it end? Like how do you That's end it? Because a all I ever hear about is they try to burn them and they try to get rid of them and they just keep keep coming back.
1: Those boards, end, yeah. Boards, yeah. And I guess so- uh, the only plausible solution that many have have reported is to bring in a priest and you know have the house cleansed and so on and so forth. Kind of like exorcisms. Exorcisms are only performed by Catholic priests, and, and but again, you can't expect a one hundred percent success rate from every exorcism they've ever done. I don't think that's possible. No, but do high you, rate of success exorcism with the Catholic priest. I think that that's plausible. Yes.
0: Do you believe in the eye color thing?
1: As far as the the Sasquatch, the the amber to red. Is this what you believe, sir? I believe that it is very, very possible because of the fact that we don't know the Sasquatch. We don't have one as, uh, a, pet. as a pet or in a zoo or, or wherever in, or in a, a in a in a controlled environment where we can study if this is you know, if that is the case or not. So, you know, probably the government does. Who knows? You know.
0: Well, seeing is believing.
1: That is true.
0: <laughs> well that's all the time we got for today folks um we're gonna get we're gonna get back to you uh uh-huh. get back with you on the um uh you yeah, know on, a, yeah, on a future episode, stuff yeah. like and subscribe we want you to like us and we want you to like us on youtube please subscribe yeah the email is das Wolfman.
1: 88
0: at gmail.com.
1: Send us your stories through the email, folks. Folks, they're a lot easier to manage for us. I mean, we, you know, the Facebook Messenger, we get it. It's a lot easier for you guys, and that's all right. But we would
0: I can lose your story a lot easier there, though. Yeah. It it, it gets because I get so many of the Messenger stories. Oh, my gosh. And then this last week, being on episode 247 uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever, then 248, and then a lot of the things last start to two get weeks, Trying to get everything, to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 I got hit with so many stories and so many emails and, and so thank many you to uh, everyone messengers. Who did? The messenger thing is just just overloaded, and yes. so I'm trying to get. But thank you, anyone who sends a story. Um, there's no guarantee that I'm going to be able to stick it in, but I will try. I will try to stick it in and get your story in there. We'll we'll get to it if we can. And just, just, just to, for me, for my own personal, whatever, I like to hear your stories. I do too. I like to read your stories. Like I'll sit there at night and I'll read these stories and they're very fascinating. And like I said, if you have a story to tell, then maybe we can tell it.
1: Yeah. And that's why we ask you to send it to the email because it's easier for us to categorize. We definitely want to get to your story and we definitely want to read it and tell your story and we're going to try to get to it as fast as humanly possible.
0: Mercury fast.
1: Well, if we can accomplish Mercury fast, that is do what that we'll because do. because
0: we're not demigods. That's so true. Well, at least you're not God. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I never kind
1: of
0: <laughs> Neither one of us are. Anyways, that's all the time we have for today, tonight, wherever you're from, wherever you're at. See ya.
1: Y'all have a good one.